Hey, this is a really special, special podcast. I'm really excited to be here. I'm sitting between two of my really close, my best friends. Uh, you guys obviously know Matthews. He's the he's my co-host on this podcast, Bell Weathers. And right here next to me is my former co-host on a podcast that we were a part of called A Beautiful Waste. And we're calling this a collaboration. We're calling it, uh, what was it? Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful Bell. Bell. <laughs> we're calling it Beautiful Bell. Uh, and we're coming to you really excited about this one because we honestly don't know where this conversation is going to go. Uh, we said that we're taking the cuffs off yep. and we're going to talk about anything. We're taking the what off? The cuffs. Okay. Like our cuffs. <laughs> we're taking our cuffs off and we're talking about anything and everything. Okay. Nothing's off the limits on this podcast. I think you're going to enjoy this one because we're just going to be laughing most of the time. Yeah. I think we're just going to be making jokes <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. I think we're just going to be talking just, just life about each other. And obviously we have Ebison from our standpoint. We have Ebison on the podcast. but yeah, he, he came all the way from India. Just, just to, for this. Just for this. Just you know? for this he was like, I was like, you know, hey, bro, we need another partner. He's like, oh, no, I'm ca- getting the next flight. You know, we flew him in business class and all. So. Bell Weathers. <laughs> Bell Weathers. We Does got, it big. We do it big. We, get, we treat our guests really well, you know. And on the on this one though, he's also gonna have it on his beautiful waist one too, right? So, yeah. so it's gonna be more of like going back and forth. We'll obviously me and Matthews will ask you questions, and and we'll just kind of let's be like it. open. You can format. ask us questions too. You know? Yeah, whatever. We'll just, you, let's do it. You feel like what does mind. beautiful bell mean? <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Let me get my <laughs> theological. <laughs> Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? The last time we all did the podcast, like, you know, on, on Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was, like, really fun. Because, like, we went out for, like, an hour or hour and a half, something did like we? that. And, yeah, and I was like, okay, guys, you know, we got to stop. You know, we got too much time. <laughs> and I, I did say, like, you know, we'll do part two. And, I, I mean, we got you sooner than... This is part two. This, this might be our longest podcast. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, <laughs> watch Steve John's podcast. It's actually very good. It's an hour long, but it's very good. It's, this might be, I don't know... <laughs> That's for yourself to decide, but it might be an hour long, but I don't know if it's as good as Steve John's podcast, so definitely watch Steve John's That's all I came here to say, is for you to watch Steve John's podcast. Hey, what's the title of Steve John's podcast? Steve John. <laughs> As of right now, that's what my Spotify tells me. Steve John. That's it. Like, no topic. Nothing. 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 Just the title, Steve John. Steve John, yeah. You, you, make the, you make the assumption what the content will be about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, we're here. Um, and so, yeah, I guess uh, we'll just kind of talk about some general questions. I guess, Abby, uh, I just want to ask you, uh, how has your journey in India been? What is it like? Uh, how does it feel for you? And what is God speaking to you right now in this season of your life? Journey in India, I think, like, it started from, like, when it was 2019 April or 2019 May. So almost four years now, right? Wow. So four years of, uh, I was just kind of remembering that of how when I was going there, I really did not know if, I would connect with the right people because you know they say people make the place right yeah and that's something that's always been a struggle for me especially in the indian context uh because i always felt like uh the odd one out in a way like i would think differently i would do things differently i didn't really feel like uh, people around would be in my wavelength or think like that or all that you know so many assumptions that i had but uh, even from like the very beginning, almost like the second day that I was in India, 
God just put some amazing people in my life that even right now, like that's the best part about India for me is the people that God put in my life. So mm-hmm. I think it's been great. Uh, very like, I didn't have a grid of what I was getting into when I did get into it or when I stepped out, you know, cause yeah. we talked about uh, yeah. before I went, uh, you were like, what are you going to do there? Yeah. Even for me, um, I call one of my friends in Delhi. I'm like, hey, bro, can you find me a place to stay? And he said, oh, I have an extra room in my place. So all I knew was I'm going to go there and maybe just sit in that room for like a month or two and pray and then maybe come back. I don't know. Like, uh, But it's been four years and it's amazing how the wonderful people that God put in my life over there and my wife over there, you know, God, God yeah. brought my wife uh, to me at that season of life and I mean, to be honest, if God would have told me that I would find my wife in India, I would have not gone to mm-hmm. India. Because I'm like, you know how that stereotypical, like, parents kind of send you to India <laughs> to find a girl or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. But then God has his ways. I mean, obviously, he didn't take me there just to get married. Like, even the people that I got to be in connection with ministry, with face-to-face, yeah. with bridge music, with Brazen Grace Church, where I serve right now. Yeah. And, you know, all the other people that I come across, man. I think that's my favorite and the most thing that I'm grateful for is the people that God put in my life and that makes it all worth it. And in this journey of just being with people and talking to them and uh, there were times where I thought people would not get understand me, but there's so many things that I got to learn mm-hmm. uh, just being there, being around them and uh, yeah, it's been, it's been beyond what I can ask, think or imagine. So yeah, I think it's more of a stepping out of the boat Thing for you for the last four years for right? sure for sure and to get into the storm you have no idea going to a place <laughs> that you've not been yeah. long time yeah. and you're just locking in you're like oh no what, what am i doing what's yeah. happening and then you see doors of favor open yeah and i think that's that's really amazing you know just to see that how god is like you know, god values obedience mm-hmm. it's like we just put up the obedience reel for steve john today and right, it's yeah. the same thing like you know i mean, feel like you know it's just stepping out of there just obeying God, just following what He said. I think yeah. that's just beautiful. The crazy, but I think the crazy thing about His, your testimony is because I'm always a person that wants like every single thing mapped out. Like mm-hmm. there's there's one thing when God gives you direction and then you're obedient, and then there's like where you just go with, I don't know where the Lord is leading me, but I'm just gonna say yes. You know, and I think that's like similarly to like what your experience was going into India. Because I remember yeah. I literally asked him every time. Because first of all, I missed him so much. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, to have a friend in ministry, it's like it goes beyond just having like a best friend. Like it's yeah. like literally someone you can have do life with, but also someone you're like uh, doing ministry with, and right. and and you're actually in the in the trenches doing life and ministry together but i remember and, and record podcast before <laughs> podcast was a thing oh yeah we literally sure. recorded a podcast in that room yeah like what in 2016 oh, really yeah like before it was a thing oh before, yeah I remember we were just randomly that, yeah. just sitting uh, and we we're like let's just record this let's just talk yeah so i'm glad we're still doing <laughs> I that i know we have some unreleased podcasts that's <laughs> unreleased or even lost somewhere even somewhere there in the, in the in the universe Right. Yeah, but no, like I, I just remember always asking, and I, I, I'm pretty sure you were like, probably even got annoyed after a while. <laughs> like all these people are just asking me, what am I gonna do when I get to India, and all these things. And and the reason why I even asked you those questions was because at that time, even just seeing your journey in India and, and how much 
God did come through and he pulled through so many ways, like so many incredible experiences, sure. Sure. people that you've met, you know, like that, we, we cannot define that only by what God has done in your life and God's, yeah, God's hand in your life, right? For sure. But first going there, I was always asking you, dude, what are you going to do? Where are you going to stay? <laughs> like, what ministry are you going to be plugged in with? Who are the people that, what are your funds? What yeah. is this and this and this? And his answer would be like, bro, I'm just going, bro. <laughs> and I, I w internally as a friend, I was frustrated at you because I was like, bro, no, you can't just go there and just say, I'm not having any of these things figured out before you go. So yeah, I, I mean, know, do you want to share did, a little bit about that? It didn't make sense to me either. It's like, I would say that out loud, but in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> what? Freaking it makes out. no sense. Like, you know, but the funny thing is, uh, God, put this thought of going to India in my heart in like 2018 May. Mm -hmm. And I took the step of actually doing it in 2019 April, almost like May, okay? So it, it's not like, oh, God said go and I'm like packing my bags today and like leaving. It took me a whole year, basically. First of all, I started out with like, God, no. First of all, I started out with like, maybe it's just a conference high because all of this started in upper room conference because I was part of like, like the conference that time. Mm -hmm. And all of this started there. I'm like, no, maybe it's just a conference high. It's gonna fade away. I'm hoping it would fade away because <laughs> I didn't want to go to India. I was happy with my life here, you know? But it didn't like happen overnight. It's not something that I'm like, Oh, God told me I'm just going to do it. And many of you who might be listening to it is like, oh man, he has such great faith and he just moved to the country. I'm like, it took me a year for God to convince me. A year. Mm -hmm. Not a day, not a month, <laughs> not a week. A whole year wow. for God to convince me of this thing that, you know. So, like to, to answer your thing, right? Whenever I used to tell people, it was like a year's worth of things that God has been like, teaching me and making me do or or just even like in my mind and my heart preparing me uh so even when i said to people outside i'm like i don't exactly know in my mind it didn't completely make sense mm -hmm. uh you know but i just knew that it had to be from god because it was not going away you know yeah. uh, it was not going away it was just uh keep building like the 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 urgency or the need to take a step of faith was like rising and i'm like okay i guess i'll just try and see where this leads i'm not really sure and uh i'm i'm also grateful for like first of all my parents also because for them to accept something like this i'm sure it was not easy because you know like logically obviously as a friend if you had so much concern just imagine for them right yeah. um, and also like my leadership at church also because i was very involved in everything and even when i told them they were like hey if this is something that god's putting on your heart we're all for it you know mm -hmm. so even people around who were like confirming at the same time like uh, supporting in a way you know with this call I think all that stuff kind of made it a little bit more easier to step into mm. the unknown mm. uh, because I did have people around me kind of you know hey uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what God's gonna do it yeah. do through your life so right. yeah I think that's something that helped me take that step also yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing just like to take that step of obedience and the way that you took it too you know and like you said, it took, him, it took you almost a year, you know? And you know, we, we it's like most people, when we, when we tell the story, it's like, 
every time we see throughout the Bible, like, you know, God asks people to step out and we see two different things. Either they don't step out or they step out. It's like mm-hmm. you have Jonah who did not even step out. He just he ran off to a different place. But we have Peter who actually stepped out out of things or Paul who actually went forth. And I think there's a lot to rely on the calling that God gives you because the word says your word is a light to my a light to my feet and uh, uh, sorry your word is a lamp to my feet and light to my path mm-hmm. and so just like a just like a lamp is on the feet you won't be able to see the whole journey with that mm-hmm. but just the next few feet you know and that's the, that's the idea of being you know being a lamp and the mm-hmm. light that produces so God never gives you the whole picture mm-hmm. like you God is gonna go like okay in 2019 you're gonna go there then you're gonna meet your wife yeah, you're gonna yeah, do this yeah. you know? it, it's not like a blueprint that he yeah. gives you. But you just go and you're just like, okay, God, I'm taking the step of faith because I believe that you are in this, you know, because mm-hmm. I believe that this is from you. And when you do that, then he just shows the light every single part mm-hmm. of the way. And then you see that go all the way down and it sees how it reveals to what he's been planning, the, mm-hmm. the picture that he's been painting, the connecting of the dots mm-hmm. at the end. So I think, I think that's like, you know, to, to be honest, your story is very inspiring personally to me too, because it is like, you know, sometimes when God tells me to do stuff, I'm like, Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? I was like, I, am I sure about that? You know, so right, like, right. I need more yeah. confirmations. I'm like, you know, yeah. I, I the doubt part creeps in me, yeah, yeah. and I think that's the same for most of us. You know, yeah, we yeah. we always do that when and God tells us to do something. We are always a doubt part comes in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're like, we don't know. We are not sure what it, what it is. Like we we don't know if it's an intuition yeah. or it's a conviction from God. There's always a big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the moment that we do that, yeah. we see that God honors that. Yeah. And I think our God is a God who honors faith hundred percent. So. Yeah. You know, when every everyone yeah. takes a step of faith, I think there's always you know God taking a hundred steps for you. Mm. You know, before you can even imagine, for you imagine taking that step, God already has all the bases covered. Mm. I guess even when you are struggling to have that faith or the doubt and all that stuff, do that with Him. You know, like you don't have to f- have faith on your own strength. Also, mm. you don't have to be like, oh no, I have to trust God. It's not something that you have to do by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, see, for me, when God said about India, and I'm like, God, I don't really want to. I want, I want to be exactly where you want me to be in my life, but mm-hmm. this is not exactly where I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. So it was a process. Like, I didn't want to go, but at the same time, I was not completely shut down to where God was leading me. You know, mm-hmm. because your no doesn't have to, or your desire to not go doesn't have to be like a complete shutdown from god mm-hmm. you know like you can just do this with him like god is really asking you to do something that you've not thought of you're like that is not what i planned but if this is what you want me to do like i need you to help me with this because mm-hmm. i don't want to do it and you know we can be real with him you know because something that i've been thinking about lately is you know having faith does not mean being fake you know, it's like you don't have to act like, oh, yeah, I have to trust in God. So I'm going to muster up whatever it is like. You don't have to be fake mm. to say that you have faith like you can go like one of my favorite. I forget what verse uh, the thing it is, but it says uh, there's a guy who wants to believe in the truth that Jesus is speaking. But he says, I want to believe, but help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. And that's the most honest prayer that we can tell God. Mm. It's like, I want to believe that you are going to be good. You're going to be faithful. Even in this season of my life, there are certain things. Yes, I, I just said, like, God's been so amazing in this past four years. Every step of the way, there's so many stories. Like, 
if I can just sit and like recollect and share, there's so many stories where I've seen God's faithfulness. We as a family, like my wife and I, we've seen God's faithfulness. But even there are moments right now where I'm like, God, I still want to believe, but help my unbelief because mm. there are times where I cannot do this, you know. Even to have faith, we need the help of the Holy Spirit mm. to do that. Right. So, you know, like when you said like when God is asking you to step out of the boat, going back to that analogy, right? Like all these doubts come and you don't have to be like, oh, I need to battle these doubts by myself. I have to go with complete faith to God. No, it's okay. Go there. Go to God with your doubts. Go to God with your mm. thing and say, God, I want to do what you asked me to do. I want to be the person that you called me to be. But this is, this is what's going on in my mind I need you to help me through this process because mm. even to trust him we need his help to do that yeah. And, yeah. and God wants us to be real exactly that's the, that's the part because I think it was you who shared a video of Zach, Pastor Zach yeah. again, I preaching. love Pastor Zach man. Mm. Pastor Zach shout out to you I yeah. don't know if you're watching this but, great. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw this video of Pastor, you, you shared of Pastor Zach Chirian, where Pastor Zach is saying who is God to you you mm. know how do you view God? Mm-hmm. And I was like, for a second, it made me think because that's where I understand what the, where like God appreciates us when we are real. Mm-hmm. God wants us to be real because if we see God as like, you know, the grumpy old guy who is like, oh no, if, if, if I go to him, he's going to be mad at me. He hates it. No, absolutely, he hates it. But he also is a loving father when, when it comes to it and he's ready to embrace us in his love. And then, you know, the moment that we are ready, like, I mean, I, at times in my personal times, I tell God, God, I really don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, when in my moments of frustration, I'm like, I just want to drop everything. I just want to, I'm like, I really don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Where are you taking me? Yeah. And I think God wants us to be real with him. Because yeah. if, if we are being like the fake that, you know, like, you know, we showed people like, okay, yeah, we got everything figured out. But you can't play fake to God. I mean, you know? he knows the real you anyway. <laughs> anyway, There's no point of bringing a fake version of yourself to him. Yeah. He exactly. knows the real you anyway, but he's not going to be like, oh, you're a fake. Yeah. Okay, exactly. That's what you want to bring to me? Okay. But, but, I, but I think just to, I think, well, we're missing the layer that we're missing. Mm. It's it's not even the fact that people are being fake. Mm. I think there's a lot of fear, honestly. Mm. I think because in my in my thought process is, fear is not trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. Doubt is not trusting the person that that you're you're trying to go to, right? Like so, in this case, if it's mm. telling us what God is telling us, doubt is because we don't trust God, mm. right? But fear, a lot of times, is we don't trust ourselves, right? Right? We don't trust that. Okay, if I physically take this step. Like yes, there's a there's a layer of it where we don't trust God in that in that sense. But I think a lot of times people that have like desires in your heart, like go to India, there's a lot of the fear that comes upon them. They trust God a hundred percent though. Mm. But it, it and it's those things I was telling you earlier, right? Things like we're afraid. What does the finances look like? Mm. And obviously these are earthly of uh, fears. Of course, you know. And there's this eternal peace that we have. Of course, and, and that and that peace is found in Jesus Christ. Yeah right but we we are humans and yeah. we live in this earthly body yeah. this earthly form right? right so like how do we combat that because mm. i'll be honest with you there'll be times where i don't feel like i'm fake yeah, yeah. i feel a hundred percent times i'm i feel like i'm authentic and real with god yeah but there's a there's and i can't explain the fear i don't know if yeah. that has happened to you no, guys no, before i get too, it right? yeah. Yeah. i get it yeah. Yeah. it's it's very real like i like yeah. how you distinguish between doubt and fear because yeah. doubt is like when I like oh I don't know if I can trust God that yeah. is doubt yeah. like, but then you know yeah. uh, but the biggest thing with fear man like there's a verse right like perfect love casts out all, all fear, fear. Yeah. not some fear not fear of this fear of that it yeah. says perfect love casts out all fear yeah. you know so even with fear right like what is the only thing that can take away fear is 
perfect love and the only person that I know who can love us perfectly is Jesus right like yes I love my wife I know she loves me but there are times where we kind of piss each other off mm-hmm. and you know it's just it is what it is I'm sure you can you know there, yeah, there are moments and like the, I'm just saying that example because like a spouse would be like the closest person to you other than you know so even that person there are times where obviously we come back together and all that stuff is there but perfect love mm, you know perfect out. love casts out fear yeah and the only person who has perfect love is yeah. Jesus. Jesus so you know like and you sharing that story which which makes Peter's like the story we read about Peter and how he failed mm-hmm. makes that whole picture of him failing even more beautiful mm-hmm. right because because uh, God Jesus does not withhold us from failing Right, but he's there. His presence is there, still there with us, right? Yeah, because his, absolutely, because Peter's great. eyes are like, even though there was like so much fear, like I'm thinking as myself as a human being, I'm I'm about to step out into the unknown, like mm-hmm. literally step into a place where your whole life you were taught if you step in the water you would drown, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And now to remove all this human ambition out of your mind, it's li- literally rewiring everything that you know, mm-hmm. how you were brought up to now. Like you were saying, trust is perfect love. Like mm-hmm. this trust into some, put our trust into something that we ultimately know would be better for us, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. makes the story of Peter even, even more bigger, like even more greater. Which I'm, like I don't know how you guys feel if Peter didn't fail, like that 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 story wouldn't be as real to us. Uh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think uh, failure in the, in God's eyes, God doesn't see failure. You know? Yeah. God just sees that as a part of the journey. Yeah. He doesn't see like, okay, you are a failed person. Because if, 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 if God sees failure, then David was not worthy of doing anything. Or David, David, yeah. is, David cannot be in the picture. Or, uh, or even Peter cannot be in the picture because he denied Jesus. Yeah. So God doesn't view failure as, as a sin or anything. He sees that as like a way to mold it. Yeah. And every time, like even we see David or Peter or Paul, that the, these people fail multiple times in their life. But God doesn't give up on them. And I also like, that's why I think David wrote in Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you, God, are with me. And even though in our lowest points, God is with us. And like, like we're saying like a few weeks back, like, you know, mountaintops inspire leaders, but valley lows mature them. Like in the valley lows where you are formed. Down in the yeah. valley where you are alone when you're with God, when nobody sees you, when everybody else is in the, in, you look at the highest success. When you're in the valley where you're nothing, that's when God sees you. And mm-hmm. it's the same God in the valley with the same God on the mountaintop. He never changes, only be changed. Mm-hmm. And every time God takes us to another place or, or lifts us up, it's for His glory. Mm-hmm. And I think the failure part is actually very essential because I believe if I hadn't failed and thought some of the things in life, I would never be here. And like I've seen this like this in many interviews around the world, like many people asking entrepreneurs this question. If you could go back in time and undo some of those things that you did, would you do it? And I would say almost 99% of the people who are asked because the answer is no, they won't. Because what failed in the past is what led them to be there. Mm. And I feel like definitely, def- definitely failure is, is going to be, it's not going to be easy. It is definitely going to be rusty. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt you. But also in the long run, it's going to m- mold you into something that you want to become. Mm. So definitely, even because Peter failed there, Peter, Peter led the disciples. Peter, Peter led the first church. David fell, but still David, God used David. So I think it's always failure is going to be one of the spots that yeah. we will always struggle with. But also, it's going to be the place where God shines the most in us. And that's going to be the, our 
our mo our getting out of the mo- boat moment and we say even even in this even in the valley he is with me yeah like failure is not a setback it's actually a springboard absolutely for where god wants to take you oh absolutely yeah. oh, that's actually good percent Tweet yeah. that. <laughs> tweet that. <laughs> I don't use Twitter, but whoever does, tweet that. Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk is <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, like every, this whole talk about failure, right? Like the fear of failure is what I feel like stops many people from uh, doing things that God is calling them mm-hmm. or, or even like being in relationship with God too. Because mm-hmm. many people are like, well, if I start this relationship with God and then I failed. Mm. Like, oh, I don't think, like, I, I, I feel like I cannot do this because I know I'm going to fail, mm. you know? And in a, yeah, in a good relationship, you're never afraid of failure. Mm. Because only when you don't have a good relationship with somebody, you're trying to impress them and always be on the T, like, you know? But see, right now, for example, right now, mm-hmm. because we're friends, I could say something wrong and mm. we can all laugh about it and just kind of like go on from there and then I'm like oh man I should have not done that whatever right but then if I don't know you guys I'm like trying to like sit all proper and like be on my best behavior and you know and this very like and I'm not gonna see you again it's not like I do life with you but when you have relationship with God or even with people right like or even the people that you are in relationship with don't ever come to a place where whenever they mess up try to make them feel like they're the worst people Mm. because failure accepting failure knowing that it's okay to fail like those are signs of like a good relationship or a good place to be in life because i feel like because because if not then that person is constantly under pressure to perform the right thing and do the right thing. And that pressure is going to basically make them not want to do anything. Mm. And let's just be the complacent. Let's just keep doing the regular thing. So Mm. like, let's not take any risk. Mm. Let's not, you know, just stay, let's stay the course because everything is going to be right. If you just, just stay the course, you know, but then if you want to be more, there's risk involved or faith involved and all these things, could lead to a failure, which is, you know, like I think even Steve says, right? With God, you cannot fail because yeah. nothing is wasted. Right. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But like, like, so what? Let's let's break. Let's, yeah. Let's break down failure, right? And let's let's break down failure in our the context of our community and our culture, right? We we have a fear of failure because we don't want to be humiliated. Absolutely. Or we don't want to be embarrassed. Absolutely. Mm. Right. We don't want lot. We always say like our culture is an honor shame culture, right? Mm. And we don't want people saying, oh. Like, going back to your story, what if you went to India and say, in the eyes of most people, you failed, right? I'm glad that you don't, your perception is not about people, but, you know, even the Bible says, like, God looks at the heart, but people look at the outside, right? Bro, legit, (laughs) my dad literally told me about how people came up to him, like, oh, well, he's gone, he cannot take care of you guys anymore. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. So... Yeah, Yeah, and and we even talk about, like, even on business and stuff, like, taking risk, like, and I know we shouldn't always think about what people will say, but most of the time, we're like, we take this big risk. What if at the end of the day, we fail? So but we're not fair, scared of failure. What we're scared about is the embarrassment that comes with it. So this is my take on that. So this is, this is a principle that I hold. So what if works both ways? Mm. When you say, what if I fail? What if you succeed? Mm. So there's the what if part is both ways. It's not just like, what if I fail? If you fail, you fail. You learn something. Like there's a saying, you know, people who had never made a mistake, never tried anything new. Mm. So definitely failure is trying something new. So like when we say like, okay, we want to start a coffee shop, 
And I'm like, you know, people will be, uh, first thing is like, uh, you or if I say I start, want to start a business or I want to start a life swimming company, like you start looking at the, all the prospects of it, you see all the money I spent, you'll be like, oh, no, nah, this is too much. What happens if I fail? When you take that risk, it's either going to work in your favor or when God, with God on your side, I believe everything works in your favor. Mm-hmm. And I think it just goes forward from there. So it's always like that what if works both ways, yeah. you know, and that what when the moment you take that, it's up to you to take that decision because yeah. God is gonna, not going to come to you and say, oh, take the decision. Go, yeah. go, go. Yeah, no. God is so loving in a way that he just lets oh, us. Oh, yeah, choose. exactly. I, I see when God looks at us, he sees like a little child. That's, that's what I think. You yeah. know, I think like God's like, you know, like when a kid is like playing with blocks or he knocks down something like it's cute you know but then like as we think as from an adult perception if like we were to do that now i'll be like Abby, what are you doing like like, why can't you put a block on top of another block yeah why are you drawing on the walls and like but when you see a kid do that there's like this kid's uh, uh nature that we are just we see as like cute and like we adore you know and i think that's how god sees us like god absolutely sees, i think god doesn't do dictatorship yeah you know he he leaves everything to us because if we had to do dictatorship he'd have to create us you know mm-hmm. we could have been robots you know just doing oh. everything what he says <laughs> so but he gives us free will so that we can do he gives it up to us yeah it's it's our decision whether we yeah. choose to reject him or deny or accept him it's up to us and you know the consequences of that decision i think we just live with that <laughs> we got to be careful where this podcast is going though. <laughs> why Let's do it. I, I thought you said we're going to talk about whatever. Yeah, no you cuffs here. Break, break the cuffs. What, 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 what is cuffs? Why are we, we, we having need, cuffs? Uh, we, need, uh, we, need, uh, we need some time. <laughs> we'll, have another, we'll have a part two. Have, uh, this is part three? Uh, this is, this is deep, part two. A deep theological... <laughs> I don't think that... I, I don't know. <laughs> In but, the comments, let us know. Let us know what you really want to talk about. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you, no, but you, uh, you kind of when you were saying that, I remembered, uh, you know, there's Pastor Irving McManus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, he says about how many people view God as the guy who like takes away the 99 options and give you one option to like do this life. Mm. But if you look at the tree, like when the creation, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's a garden full of trees. It was only one tree tree that he said not to eat from Mm. and because there was a choice you could make that choice to love him or obey him or not to obey him Mm. he did not make like 90 oh you cannot eat from 99 trees and there's the only tree you can eat no he gives you like so many options a garden full of options yeah and there's one tree that he said don't eat from you know and many people were like oh why did he have to put that tree because if that tree was not there you didn't have the choice to not obey him or obey him mm-hmm. it gives you a choice it gives you freedom absolutely you know so yeah when you were saying that i just remembered no, i think i think that's just just brilliant and it's also amazing that's i think when the grand scheme with god thinks i think it's just elaborate you know and we just don't understand that. Mm. I think I think we always want to do things like we we have this conviction that okay, if I do things my way, you know, I can make it work. And which is not bad, but when God says this is the way, there's always a difference in that. Because I'll tell you the biggest example in the Bible here that we look forward is Jesus and the disciples. Jesus trained twelve disciples, okay? He trained twelve of them to go preach the gospel. He, walked with them for three and a half years led yeah. them through everything these 12 people 2023 23 years later we are still talking about that 
So isn't that like that's isn't that like the breaking the conventional model of business? Because mm. we see that let's take any business for Excel or any legacy. More than 100 or 200 years, what's the family names that we have seen? Like we see Bill Gates in this era and the, uh, Steve Jobs and maybe Elon Musk, like the, the top entrepreneurs we see. Then there's the, uh, the Saudi Arabian families, like all the Middle Eastern family there. They all came in the last 50 to 70 years who are the richest. Ambani, bro. Ambani's, yeah. Don't forget India. <laughs> but again, that's just last three generations. Yeah. There is nothing in this world that has lasted for 20, 23 years other than the gospel, other mm. than the Holy Spirit and Jesus, the move mm. of God. Mm. So isn't that like Jesus just broke the conventional model of how people think mm. and just built something on with just 12 people? Mm. And when I think of that, I feel like that's, a, I was like, that just blows off all kind of minds for me because for a second I'm like, damn, that is the best way to break the ways of the world and to become something that he wanted to be and the legacy that he built with 12 people. Right. We can't even build legacy with three generations. The fourth generation wow. just destroys the whole wealth that everybody else made and there's like, it, it just goes down. But we see a God who actually came down, who sacrificed for us, trained three dis 12 disciples for three and a half years, spoke the word of God, did miracles, did healings, yeah. spoke, up, spoke about the future and that's, we still speak about it. And to me, that is the greatest evidence that God is living. You know, if somebody atheist tells me, I'm like, this is my first statement. It's like, do, do you actually look at the world? You know, 20, 23 years, there's one thing that has not changed is like, is the move of God. And we see everything else. Like we see the whole continents have changed, mm. but the move of God has not. So, mm. and to me, like, that is legacy. That's what God wants to build. That's what God is envisioning. And we just don't see the full picture because we just... We just see the now, but he sees the past, the present, and the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, mic drop with no mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break the mics today. <laughs> a little too expensive. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's like a lot of things like in understanding the full context of God and what he wants for our life. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we, we only see a small glimpse of the whole, like we were saying earlier, like the whole picture of what God wants for us and uh, I think as you mature in your faith and your walk with the Lord the more that that you build like that relationship that trust with, with the Lord and uh, it's such a beautiful picture I mean even sitting next to both of you guys uh, seeing beautiful bell. a beautiful bell uh, how, <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I mean I'll be honest like how both of them even have like you know pushed me from my own comfort zone you know uh, and being able to have new revelation of the Lord you know through that and giving me a fresh new perspective and uh i think that's a, it's really encouraging i just want to encourage every every person that's watching on our on our podcast and like this is we do this for you guys yeah. because this is a real conversations at the end of the day because what you guys see is probably a well-produced podcast you know we'll see if it's well produced <laughs> <laughs> our production we'll, manager we'll see our, our radio producer is laughing behind the plants <laughs> we'll see but there was a journey that all of us like had to take take with the lord and there was so many vulnerable moments there was so much intimate moments with the lord i mean there were moments and i'm speaking from my own life like where we were crying and pleading with the lord and asking the lord like what is God, what does the next steps sort of look like? And I've, I personally come to a point, this is where I want to ask both of you guys, like where it's not even asking the Lord questions anymore. It's literally just enjoying the, the walk that I'm going on with him. You know, it's like, like, I don't even care if I ask the Lord questions. I'm just like, Lord, I'm just here with you. Like, 
and it's it's so freeing. Like I, I don't know if y'all feel no, like that. that is oh, what yeah. that is what when he created Adam and Eve, that was the whole point. Yeah. He didn't create them. Yeah, he said you know, he can take care of the garden. All these things were there, but at the end of the day, let's do life together. Mm. He would come and go on walks. Like that was the whole point. Yeah, you know, like the struggling, uh, the toil to win bread that came after the fall. You know, hundred like percent. The, the, the <laughs> right. original intent of creating humanity was to do life with God. Yeah, to reign with God, to right. rule with God. So yeah, like you said, but before before I go in there, right? I know you said about both of us and how we helped you, but like the point that you're doing this right now, because when Beautiful Ways first started, and you were the one of the people that I talked to, and you really like fanned it into flames, like helped me design the logo <laughs> and like everything, you know, like you the same uh, thing with Bella. Yeah, too. Exactly, yeah, I'm right? really good so, at pushing so, other so, people's so, visions. Exactly, right? So, so not we, we could have had the idea, we could have just sat with it, mm. but we needed somebody like Ruben mm. to, I'm like, yo, let's do this, you know, let's not just. Let's not just keep it as an idea because there's so many people who have ideas and they might just sit and, you know. So, you know, like uh, Paul did what Paul could because there was a Barnabas, Mm. you know. Like, I'm, I'm, everybody knows Paul, but dude, there was a Barnabas who was with him. There was like Mm. other people in his journey that, you know, who were, yeah, exactly. John Mark and like different people who were journeying with him Mm -hmm. in different seasons of life who, who helped him to be the people the person he is right so the fact that both of us are here also is like i'm just grateful for like you that god put you in both of our lives absolutely you know with with bell brothers with starting what it is and (laughs) let me cry now (laughs) i'm just saying where the tissue that (laughs) yeah that's it added to what every was saying is like and that's where collaboration is built, you know, yeah. where and we are the, doing something, we're yeah, trusting. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, finish, finish. Oh, that. Yeah. Like, where we are able to trust, like, yeah, you know, when it comes to the room, it's like, hey, bro, I have this vision. Like, yeah. and, you know, and, like, we always joke about this, that we did the first idea of Avdam and we the business mm. conference came from Dosha. Mm. Bro, you know, that's, wow. like, the most Indian way, an Indian business idea. Dosha and from. dreaming. Yeah? Dosha, Dosha and... <laughs> Dosha and dreaming. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that was the first time you are seeing a big... Masala dosha, so uh, I had to take it to Irving. Yeah, so no. I took it to Irving. Uh, it was like after bass. Yeah. I think it was like Feb twenty twenty two. I was like, was your first time going there? No, I mean to that's the first time about having me. a big masala. Oh. No, I have had that before. I had the video there when okay, you were looking like a kid. I'm just excited. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really excited. I just love my masala dosha. Yeah, that was like his first time. Yeah. You know. So that's you know, where it started. Yeah, that's, that's where it started. You know, I was yeah. like, I took a kid out. You know, it was like yeah. kind of like taking a kid, giving a kid a masala dosha. <laughs> How did nah. that become Avada? <laughs> no, that's a fine story. So yeah. I was like, I had this idea after Bass in 2022, Feb 2022. I was like. I was praying that there's this thing of collaboration for business people that God had put in my mind. And every time I pray about that, I'm like, God gives me different confirmations. But I was very skeptical and scared. The only reason being, um, I wasn't well-established. I was I was just stepping into business. My excuse was, God, there's hundreds of others who are better than me, just like in the Indian community. Just in Dallas, maybe just in Carrollton, you'll find 100 people better than me. Why me? And every time God used to come up with that, I was like, I don't know what to talk. I don't know who to talk to. 
And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll talk to Ruben. I was like, hey, bro, you want to you wanna buy, I'll, I'll let me buy your masala dosa. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. So that's where the whole idea of Sever, we spoke about it, and he was down. And, yeah. and then we prayed about it. And then we, 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 we said, let's stop this. Let's take a step forward. Mm-hmm. And which ended up being something that we we never imagined yeah. would be as successful as this. And yeah. we see like the results of that when multiple people collaborated yeah. into yeah. the new business ventures from there yeah. was just purely mind-blowing for us because we saw how God could move. Yeah. And I was like, I'm back to the point, like, you know, to have a collaborator who you can trust, yeah. I think that's very, very important <laughs> because just like Paul and Barnabas had a trust, Peter and uh, Peter and John had a trust, mm-hmm. Paul and Timothy had a trust, mm-hmm. there was always trust as a crucial factor yeah. when yeah. you're yeah. teaming with people. And kind of going back to what you said, you know, like now you don't even want to ask questions, you just want to do life with God. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like no. God does not want to just do life with one person, He wants to do life with His all children and see all His children come together. Yeah. Like I feel like this is what... And it makes it so fun, right? Exactly. Like I just want to just like even just take a moment, like thank you guys for the <laughs> all the nice words. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I just want to after, <laughs> after this, this. it's on Bell Weathers it's on Beautiful Bell Beautiful Bell I really just want to like the again I'm dressing the audience again but if you are 19 20 21 22 25 so even contemplating what your what your 20s look like going into your 30s right we rush into everything and we want to make we want to have everything figured out, you know, and we don't even give ourselves a grace of understanding and knowing and, mm. and, and to even like we're saying grow or take risk, do these things. Right. And even your spiritual journey. Right. A lot of times what we what I've learned just in my own personal walk, like our life is not just a sticky pad. Mm-hmm. It, it's actually a whole book like it's a storybook. Mm. You know, everybody wants those like you know big moments right and they just they just put on their wall and they just remember those moments but what literally what i look like in my life now is i go to this chapter and like i get to hang out with ebby and we we did the beautiful ways podcast Mm -hmm. now this chapter of my life i get to hang out with matthews and we did the bellwether stuff Mm -hmm. and even like eve different chapters you meet all these different people Mm -hmm. and and you have all these amazing connections exactly (laughs) (laughs) everything like like you meet all these amazing 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 people people who love the lord and these are just like one day it's like a big storybook of just yes. all these amazing so opportunities that you had with one with the lord but all the amazing people that the lord has brought into your own life you know and i want to address like all of the 21 22 23 24 people like your life is not about just being relevant in that moment absolutely you know it we always talk about a relationship and i think the deep most rooted relationships have the most authentic results yeah absolutely and to add on to that like anyone who's like in their 20s or listening to this take the risk that's what your 20s are for you know just i started this podcast like when god gave me a vision i was 22 it was like i'm it's four years i'm turning 26 this year and i see that all the way back i am so glad that i took that risk i am just so glad that i took that one step that moment saying all right guy i'm gonna do it that's like and I, i really don't know how many people this could have impacted like i'm saying from a very humble perspective because we just make i just make these videos put it up we just exactly. make this that's, that's what we can do that's the only thing we can do yeah. you know we just see we have to know like we never know what the end result is maybe down the lane like few years back we, we few years later we might if see nothing else i'll go back and watch these i'm like oh that was fun <laughs> yeah. honestly see, that, 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 now i see where i get the old views on some of my uh, some of my videos are coming from 
<laughs> but but I'm saying like the twenties, just use utilize it, just take risk, yeah. make mistakes, yeah. and it's fine. It's just just be under the Lord, just speak to God, mm-hmm. just be under His guidance, and be and yeah. find a mentor, be be under Him or her, and just like do life like that, because. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your twenties because mm. you're gonna regret that in your thirties, yeah. and then you're gonna regret that down the lane. So I'm so glad. Like I've made a lot of mistakes in the last five years, and I am so glad that I made those. Mm. Were the dumb decisions? Yeah. Absolutely, you know, really dumb ones. But I also see I've learned a lot of stuff from those. But back to like what you we were saying, like you mm. know, we're sidetracked, like you know, doing life with mm. God. You know, like like you said, the walk at the Garden of Eden, and I think that's very specific because. We see, like you know, the what what the first Adam lost through sin, the last Adam regained us through through his sacrifice. Last Adam, as in Jesus, as, mm-hmm. for yes. the ones who don't get the points, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, yes. So because of the sacrifice, like we are able to take that walk, just like you Again. said, with him forever, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I've like I like I've noticed something that with the Lord, like the more you understand him, like you understand his nature, it is love, and that's when you understand him more, because. Yeah. His, when you understand his love, you understand his nature, because that's what he does. You know, definitely there are guidelines. He's a you cannot sin. Definitely, absolutely. But he, there's always a, a loving arms that are wide open for us to come back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was reading this like I think a couple of weeks back. I was talking to some of my friends, and we're talking about his words. Jesus is full. Jesus was full of grace and full of truth. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was like, I I really love that verse because what's grace without truth and what's truth without grace and uh, and like a couple of weeks back at living stones i saw this paper someone was telling me grace without truth is meaningless and truth without grace is just mean mm. so both of them coming together is what enables us to do that life together with god because mm. he's full of grace he's full of truth and you cannot have one without the other mm. you cannot be just walk in the grace or you cannot just walk in truth you need both, both of it yeah. and i think that's what makes our, our that walk with god more interesting because what we can go all the way back to what happened in the garden of eden and still have the same relationship with him mm. just come to him every time like walk with him talk with him like i do this habit like whenever i do i i try to I try to get out and I try to just talk with them. It's like, hey God, good morning. It's like, you know, I was like, but I love you. And I just start praying, you know. Yeah. And sometimes even if like, I saw, recently, the very recent times, my, my secret place has become my car. Because mm. whenever I'm driving somewhere, I start speaking in town. My favorite I start watching, place, man. Oh, yeah. oh bro. I, it's like, I, 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 I love my secret place. I love my closet where mm. I do that. But I also love oh. when I do it in my car too. Because I'm like, I'm saving. So I'm, I'm not wasting any time yeah. just thinking of any stupid stuff. But yeah. I'm just thinking about God. I'm focused yeah. on God. And just like that, you just learn to... And I think the more important aspect of what you said was, it's just not just doing that 15-minute prayer or 5-minute prayer that you pray in the morning and then oh, the, the next prayer that you pray at 8 p.m. for your Kudumba Prathana, but it's more than that. Family prayer Family for prayer. all the Malayalis. <laughs> 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 Kudumba family, family prayer. But, you know, I think we've, especially in the Malayu circle, we've, we've, and we've, we've actually enclosed God as like that five minute prayer in the morning and the 15 minute evening yeah. uh, family prayer. Yeah. That's it. And other than that, we just don't know how to talk to God. Yeah. And we, we, we think we got to do 21 days of fasting to... <laughs> part three of the podcast coming out. <laughs> that's, that's part three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to do fasting. We're like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. But at, at, at the core of it, you know, it's just like talking to God. And as like one of my mentors was telling me this, if you like a girl, you know, if you just talk to her once, and you don't talk to her for three months, you know, will you ever get to know her? 
Absolutely not. That's the same way with God. Mm. You can't. <laughs> okay, cut, you're cutting that out. <laughs> if the shoe fits, wear it. <laughs> you're talking with a lot of conviction yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm not talking. This is, this is nothing to do with the girl. Like Steve John said, send applications. <laughs> okay, we're cutting this part out. You know? That's what you said in that podcast too. Yeah. It remained. Yeah, I forgot to do that. <laughs> this was actually even funnier. <laughs> No, cut this out. I don't want Steve to feel like, oh, I'm not funny. No, no, no. What he's saying right now. Steve will be the first person to share this. What he's sharing right now. Go ahead. Tell us more. Uh, Actually, very important thing. Sorry we distracted you from this. Tell us more. Go ahead. What you're sharing is very important, actually. Yeah. No, I'm, I, my, my whole idea is like, I'm not, I'm not giving dating tips, but yeah. anybody wants to take it, this is your chance. Yeah. Don't, oh my if it doesn't gosh. work out, don't blame it on oh me. Oh, my Hey, you said lose the cuffs, you know? <laughs> what cuffs? <laughs> I don't know where this podcast is going anymore. Uh, is this a dating? How long has a relationship one? One hour day. Oh my yeah. gosh. I think we should start, you know, a new podcast. They see dating. No. It's okay. Let's come back, oh to, my the, let's come back to the analogy. Yeah, we're getting too many ideas Again. now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you just have to talk to that person who you like to yeah. get a relationship with yeah. them. And the same way is with God. Because you talk to him once when you do the altar call in your church. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, four months later, something happens in your life. You get problems. You're like, oh God, where are you? Then you come back to God. And I, I just don't think that's the way that God wants you to be. It's, mm-hmm. it's a steady relationship. Mm-hmm. It's an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. So as you build that relationship, I think that's how... You get to know him as a father. Mm-hmm. That's when you can actually live in the freedom. Just like you can walk in the garden. Mm-hmm. Just like Adam and Eve walked in the garden. You can walk with him in, in, in your daily walks of life. And mm-hmm. it's all about that relationship. It's all about that sacrifice. And absolutely, there's a lot of sacrifice in that. It doesn't come easily. You know, you, you have to sacrifice. You have to keep a part of your time. You have to put your phone on de- do not disturb and just sit in his presence. You, you have to cut down some stuff. But... And when in you, it's all about obedience too. And when he says that, you, you've got to obey. And it's out of that love that we have for him. And that, that that's what builds the relationship. And he loved us first. And what we build on that love is what lasts. And that's what is going to last even in eternity too. Mm. So, yeah. But. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I think we went over an hour, which <laughs> is great. If you're still listening and watching, thank you. Yeah, you uh, follow beautiful ways, you know. And Bellwethers, uh, Bellwethers, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. No Bell other Bellwethers. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess like maybe we can kind of wrap up. I don't yeah. know how much more time you want to go. Well, yeah, I, we, I, we can go as yeah. long as we but want. I, I mean, if we're wrapping up, I do want also okay. just, just uh, give a shout out to Elsa's page too. Oh yes, to, to, of course. Follow yeah. my wife's page. It's just her name, Abdullah Elizabeth Philip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she does a lot of wonderful things over there, also. Uh, but before we wrap up, I feel like uh, at least for the people who are watching on my channel, they might be like, what is this Bellwethers thing? Uh, I know I asked you like that day when we were driving to like Forney because we had like an hour long drive. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking, like, so what do you do as Bellwethers? Would you want to explain like the creative? Oh, you yeah, know, like Just like a little bit, just so people know what this is. Right, absolutely. So what Bellwethers is basically, Bellwethers means, uh, it, it means trendsetter. So it is kind of like uh, it's it's a, in, in a pack of goats in in a, in a set of goats. The one who's the leader has a bell at, at his neck. So that's what bellwether means. It's like the lead goat. So it me- also means trend- lead goat. Yeah, lead greatest goat. of all time. Okay. <laughs> hey. I really, I really, really, lo- I like the name a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. A it's, a, it's, a, it's a dope name. Yeah. Yeah. I really love it too. 
So and yeah, so in in a pop culture way, it means trendsetter, mm-hmm. and it means setting up trends and doing something that's out of the way, out of the way the yeah. culture is. So that's what bellwethers means, and absolutely, like, and what we do is definitely equip and empower. That's our basic mission, where we equip and empower leaders, and um, over three verticals that we have commerce creative and church so basically commerce is basically where we need to do the business part whereas that's like where Av- avida comes avida in. comes mm-hmm. in and everything that we did with avida mm-hmm. and all the things that we are doing with avida too mm-hmm. and the creative side is basically the, uh, where we equip creators we help our creatives which we are working on some stuff which is like if you're a photographer videographer producer or any kind of any or even a graphic designer or anything in the creative space and even if it's a create any, anything with even even software designs are now like referred as creative yeah. software design these days. If so, you're a chef, if you're a yeah, barber, chef. yes, painter, <laughs> poet. If, yeah, if creative <laughs> is a part of your right. daily life or what you're in your nine to five, yes, you're in that category. Mm-hmm. So that's what uh, creative does, where we help them out, where we connect them with people, and it's like build a community. And definitely the third one is church. It's not it's not a church. Bella, this church mm-hmm. is not a church. Uh, but it's more of a church community where we the capital C church yeah. like you're helping the bigger church we, exactly yeah we're just helping them out in the bigger perspective helping them out with what with, with the resources they need helping your worship leaders and helping your churches yeah. to go preach the gospel engage in the gospel so that's our three verticals and yeah we're doing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, we are actually you know I mean to be honest where we see like back in 2020 when I started this to where we are right now, I see like it's grown a lot, yeah. and I'm definitely humbled by it, and I'm so glad like I said that yes to God, mm. and definitely, and we see like you know, and everything that we do, and you know, I think it's all about that obedience when we yeah. say yes and we take that step. So definitely, you know, please do keep us in your prayers, and yeah, yeah that I think that's that's yeah. all we can ask for because it's 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 definitely you know, yeah. it's not easy to do something out of the box and out yeah. of out of the convention and the norms. Mm. So but and, yeah. Uh, for everybody who is watching in the Indian context, right? Uh, these guys are doing this mainly in America mm-hmm. with like all the people here. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, a funny thing, uh, I've seen a lot of these things happen in India. Mm-hmm. But, like you guys know Ricky, right? Oh, yeah. Like with Outcast, and then you know Bonnie Andrews, like mm-hmm. who was in India, who's now here. But, you know, like with Live Jam and everything they yeah. they do, yeah. and so they they do connect with all these guys who are doing stuff in India. Yeah. You might be familiar if you're watching from India you might be familiar with more of those guys and they're doing something similar like that in America and stuff like this too so I mean I'm gonna leave all their uh, socials and whatnot on the in the description you can check out more things but I love seeing this happen because when I was in America none of this was happening yeah it was just like every church for themselves yeah you do your own thing and uh, sometimes competition you know like my church is better at singing mm-hmm. than your church or whatever you know <laughs> like this silly things okay silly, silly so things. to see this happen in India I'm like oh man like India is way ahead of where mm-hmm. where we are you know but yeah. I went to India yeah. and then now seeing something like this happen here yeah. I'm like man this is awesome and then I see how you guys get on zoom calls with Ricky mm-hmm. and you know like with Jason this is Jason, Jason yeah, yeah, yeah Jason yeah, too yeah. right so so uh, church social, social box, box. Yeah. yeah so like there are people doing amazing things and if you just stumbled across this podcast maybe on my channel or or like bellwethers or wherever you're watching and if you're like oh i don't know any if, if anybody else is doing what i'm doing hey there are people so yeah. definitely reach out connect yeah. that's the whole point that we exist so you can just dm like hey um I'm a creative. I do this, and I don't yeah. really know. In India, there's like Spike Nard. So if you connect, if you're in India, you message me. I might most probably like send you to Spike Nard because mm-hmm. they do a lot 
of similar things with this and Outcast and all these guys. So we're here to empower and equip, right? Mm, that's absolutely. what, and I know I don't have like a cool tagline like that mm. with beautiful ways, but <laughs> that's, that's cool enough. Things. That's cool <laughs> I like that. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted to just, I, know, I mean, we talked about some amazing things, mm. but just wanted to give some context to people towards yeah. the end. Yeah. We're faithful enough to watch it till the end. <laughs> but just to add on to something that he, uh, Everson was saying, uh, especially when you step out of faith and when you do something like Beautiful Ways for Bellwethers, it takes a lot of faith and definitely it is not easy. There's a lot of doubts. There's a lot of ifs that comes in. And I want to encourage you that even if you're such a person, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm. And there are people who are watching your content. What you put out there is valuable. Mm. It's 1,000% valuable, whatever you put out there. And every person who watches it, it may not be a subscriber, but you are reaching out to someone in some way mm. through the digital media age. And when you do that, you're fulfilling the great commission. Where you're preaching the gospel to everyone all mm. across the world. So you might be sitting in India, someone from uh, Brazil might be seeing it, or you might be sitting in Dallas, you might someone from Delhi might be seeing it. But either way, whatever you do is making an impact in the kingdom. It doesn't have to be with 10K views or a million views, but even if the small, if, even if one person sees that, that is a kingdom impact. And in the kingdom, it matters a lot. So what you're doing matters, your yeah. content matters. It matters more than to others. It matters so much to God. Mm. And I just want to let you that today. Awesome. Well, thanks for watching the Beautiful Bell podcast. <laughs> we still don't know what that means. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, there were so many great things and continue to follow us all on our socials and we'll, we'll be back soon. And we just thank you guys for all you're doing. We'll see you later. Take care. Yay. Are we going to design like a logo with both of us? <laughs> both the logos? Yes. <laughs> okay. <There you> cool. <laughs> it's over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you Pop. mean, bro? <laughs> <laughs>